Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to Dickshade. This is Amy Oakley coming to you live from Ash Vegas, or I guess it's probably not live that you're hearing it now, but it is a hot July night. My ass got sunburned as fuck today walking around. It's a little painful, but it's okay. I'm going to take care of business anyway. Um, tonight's topic is a very maybe controversial topic, but really it's a topic that not many lesbians know about just by virtue of um, avoiding the penis, and that is birth control. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, birth control. The eventual obligation of a woman should be shared responsibility, but it's really not. We all know it's not. It all falls down to the girl at the end of the day. Um, and I'm going to start off by telling you guys this uh, story. This is one of my first stories of uh, coming out of the lesbian closet. So I was in Charlotte for a training and I was feeling a little bit randy. I don't know. Um, didn't have anybody to hang out with there. So I thought, well, I'm just going to go up to the bar and see what happens and maybe I'll meet somebody. So in fact, I do go to the bar and probably have one pint, two pint, three pint, four. I, I don't know. It was a lot of pints. Uh, but I meet this guy there who was also there for, for work out of town and we end up uh, deciding that we should go back to his place, which is great. So we're at his hotel room, hanging out, doing our thing, and um, he can't get hard. Crazy. Um, not really a problem that you deal with much as a lesbian. Um, as a straight girl, it seems to be something that comes up every now and then. So this guy says to me, um, as he's fingering me and doing whatever he's doing, he looks at me in the face, like super serious, like, and says, I want to put a baby in you. And I thought, holy shit, I need to be on birth control because in actuality, this guy could put a baby in me. And kids, and that's what we're talking about tonight, here on Dickshade is the, the miracle, the experience, and the fucking shit show that is birth control. So yeah, birth control. I've been on a few different birth controls. Like we all use the condoms, but you know, condoms are really about uh, protecting yourself from STDs and you know, a little rain jacket goes a long way sometimes. And so that's not really helping you out with birth control though, because I'll tell you a couple times, maybe I've had to take two fingers and grab that condom out of there. So it's not really the end of the day helping anybody with any baby situations. But what I will tell you um, was helping are all kinds of like plastic things that women can put in their bodies. So my first, very first time that I was ever on birth control, I was 40, I guess 40 years old. And I was dating this guy and man, did he love to fuck and it was great. Um, had so much fun all the time and um, I wanted to be able to have sex without a condom. So I thought, well, the only reason way to do this is to really get on birth control is the responsible thing to do. So I go to the health department, you know, and they give you the STD testing, uh, which I talk about STD testing all the time to everyone I know. Uh, part of it is I used to teach teenagers about STDs, but so my whole thing is like when you go to the health department, they're going to ask you a litany of questions and you got to be honest because these bitches are there. They give a shit about you and then they're going to swab your mouth and get all up in the back of your throat. They're going to swab your vagina. They're going to swab your butthole. They're going to do all these things and take your blood and all these things uh, to let you know whether or not you're going to 
um, die of some kind of virus or something. And so this is what I always taught the kids in the STD classes is that if it begins with an H, you're kind of fucked. You're going to have it for life. You know, the HIV, the herpes, the hepatitis, like you really can't get rid of that shit. But if it is a word that you can hardly pronounce and you can't spell it, most likely there is a drug that can help you. So chlamydia, we got your back. Syphilis, hey, now we got something that we can do with that. So but anyway, so so I go and I do all the STD testing and they do the pregnancy test. Are you pregnant? Well, Jesus fucking Christ, I hope not. I'm here to stop that from happening. So anyway, so I see this lady. Her name is Cindy. She's a fucking saint. And Cindy talks to me about all the different options and I'm a little shy on the IUD, mostly because I don't have a lot of doctors. I've never had a lot of doctors up in my vagina being a lesbian. Like that's one thing that lesbians don't worry about so much. Um, you know, monogamy, monogamy and lesbians kind of go hand in hand and it's never been much of an issue. But so, you know, I'm just kind of getting used to everyone being up in my chaunch. And so I decide, I'm like, well, let me go for the arm thing. So she basically takes a hollow tube and inserts this, uh, pin thing in my arm. It's like, uh, I don't know, like a toothpick basically. And it's supposed to emit hormones into my body. So cool. I'm like, this is awesome. Like I can have sex with my boyfriend and I have to use a condom. I don't have to worry about it. Yay. Right. False. <laughs> it is horrible. Like, I don't know. Like it just, uh, all the hormones were too much. Like it just made me a little bit crazy. I mean, a little bit more crazier than normal. Right. And so that was an issue. But then also like I bled all the time and I really thought the reason this is birth control is because nobody wants to fuck you because you're always bleeding all day every day. It was fucking crazy. And it's funny because I think at the time that I had that implant in my arm, I was probably fucking three or four people and like, they're just so used to it, you know? And even like my boyfriend later on, when I was coming off my period or something, I remember telling him one time, I was like, Oh, I'm spotting. I'm a little bit bloody. And he was like, who fucking cares that for the first fucking five months I knew you, you were bloody every single time we fucked. So I know that's real direct. That's a lot of information kids, but Anyway, dick shaders, um, the implant in the arm fucking sucked, you know, it did. And I got lucky and I started dating a guy that had a vasectomy, so I don't have to worry about it anymore. And I got that shit fucking pulled out my arm. Anyway, fast forward, fast forward to these days now. Oh yeah, these days now. So being back on the market, trying to figure out what's happening, um, what kind of birth control I should get on. I don't know. Um, so, you know, we're in the middle of the COVIDs and the, uh, you know, the quarantining and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to go to the doctor. Like, I'm super tired of people looking at my vagina. I mean, unless they're there for, like, a recreational reason, that's fine. But anybody else looking at my vagina, like, I'm just real over it. And so I decide that I am going to get on uh, online to one of these online places and have them send me birth control pills. Because in my mind, they sound real good. You know, it's the same kind of hormone stuff, which kind of sucks, but they lessen your periods, they lessen your pain. And I'm like, yes. Queens, this is what we're after. I'm going to stay pregnancy free and maybe less than my period at the same time. I was really fucking excited about it. So anyway, so I get these pills, I start taking them. Like within four days, I'm bleeding profusely. And like I just gotten off my period. I mean, that's the whole thing with the pill, right? It's like you have your period on the last day you start the pill. And you're not supposed to start your period again, are you? What the fuck? I started my period again and I just bleeding, 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 cramping, cramping, cramping. Um, and I went through like two weeks of it and I was like, fuck this shit, I'm out. So I stopped it. 
It was a real short run. Um, I've got some at the house. I got like some black market pills that anybody needs. Some birth control is happening over here. Um, but so, I mean, that wasn't for me. And also you have to be kind of super responsible for that. And like, I'm the kind of girl that needs something that's easy. And remembering to take a pill every day at 7 a.m. is not really my forte, if I've got to be real with this crowd. So, uh, Dick Chairs, what is a girl to do if I've been down the road of several things? And like, I felt like nothing left out there for me except for using condoms, which doesn't work, you know? That's like a, God, a 25% chance that you're gonna get pregnant or get some shit anyway. It's not really the best method ever. So I'm gonna use a condom or I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna talk about other options with these bitches who are gonna stare up in my vagina all over again. And I'm gonna have to take the STD testing all over again and do the questions all over again. But you know what? You just gotta do it. It's just time, it had to happen. The story of the IUD is coming up next. Ooh, all right, Dick Shaders. I'm about to pour myself some more red wine for this one. It's flowing. But I gotta tell you, this next birth control story, this shit is for real. <laughs> if there are any other lesbians or ex-lesbians out there who are listening, like, you just won't even believe it. I mean, unless you've actually had a baby. In which case, like, fucking hands off to you. Like, that is some hard fucking shit. Um, I adopted my kids. I chose not to uh, birth one. And um, I know why. I know why. As of like last week, I know why. So, so right. So I'm seeing a, um, a guy now. Like he's super cute and lovely. And we have all figured out by this point in the game that I really like to have sex. So I'm going to get on birth control. Pills aren't working for me. I'm going to go back to the dock. So I go back and see my good friend, Cindy. Cindy, what's happening? Are you here today to take, to take STD testing is what she asked me. And I said, but of course, Cindy, <laughs> why are we not here on this planet except for to test our vaginas and our buttholes for diseases? Um, but I'm also here to talk about an IUD. Here's the funny thing about Cindy is that it was already 5.15 and they close at five and they're running so far behind. And she's telling me like she had this travesty trying to put an IUD in this lady before me and it just took forever. And she's so sorry. And she's so apologetic. And what is it that I really want? And I was like, well, I want the IUD too. And she kind of like takes this deep breath and she's like, fuck, all right, here we go again. Have you had one before? Nope, never. Great. <laughs> so anyway, the first thing she tells me is I can't sedate you or I can't give you anything because it's not going to help. It's going to fucking hurt no matter what you do. And I was like, well, this is a great, this is a great, like, pump me up story. I'm super psyched, Cindy. Tell me more about what's about to happen to me. And so, anyway, we talk about, like, the multi, you know, like, there's one that's, like, lasts forever. Maybe, like, 12 years. And I was like, dude, I'm either going to be dead or through menopause in 12 years. I don't need 12 years. And so the other one's, like, seven or three or something. And so I, I end up picking the seven year because something about it sounds better. Like, maybe it helps, like, your periods regulate more or something. And I was like, well, I'm after that, too. I don't want to have a baby, but I also don't want to have serious, serious, like, fucking cramps that make my legs and my knees and my back hurt every month for days on end. I would also like to not have that. So I go in, uh, and she's like, you know... Her nurse comes in, the nurse is like, do you need to get naked? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I need to get naked. This is after five talk happening here. I don't know. And so when the doctor comes back, she's like, yeah, you know, take your, take everything off, like from, you know, underwear down and put the sheet over you. That's always like so nice, right? It's like, come sit on this one plastic piece of wax paper and then put this other paper towel over your vagina so that uh, me and my stranger friend can come stare at your pussy. It's so exciting. I can't wait. So anyway. 
So I do all that. She comes in. I get in the stirrups. I'm like, man, I'm just like, I'm like nervous. Like my knees are shaking, you know? It's like I'm going in for the vagina SAT. And I don't know if I'm going to pass or I'm going to fail. And I'm always worried. I'm like, oh, God. Like, what if there's like some crazy cancer happening? Like, what if I've got like... I don't know. I don't know. Like whatever's going to happen down there. I don't I don't know. It's like a kind of a mystery because like you you feel it all the time and you see it sometimes, but you know, like I'm not like studying it down there like people that study vaginas every day. Like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, so so I'm up in the stirrups and trying to take some deep breaths, like calm anxiety. It's all good, girl. She's just going to stick this little thing up on you and it's going to be just fine. So anyway, she's telling me about the process and like, I didn't realize like, so I've been a lesbian my whole fucking life. I don't know anything about birth control. And so I thought when they said it was going to be like attached to your cervix, like maybe it was going to be like attached to like the outside of the cervix. Cause I remember her telling me once upon a time that it was going to be on the cervix. And if your dude had a big dick or whatever, like he might feel it. And I was like, shit. Cause the guy at the time I was dating had a really giant dick. And I was like, well, I don't want to like poke his fucking penis and he's not going to want to have sex anymore. And this is tragedy. Anyway, that's how I got that fucking implant, right? Tragedy, tragedy strikes. Anyway, so she's like, no, 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 no. She's like, what we do is we go through the opening. It was called like a, an ohm or a om or an ops. I forget what it's called. Anyway, I'm sure some of you smart women out there know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. But anyway, so they're going to stick it through that into my uterus. But before they can do that, they have to go through my cervix and measure my uterus to make sure that the device is going to fit inside of me before they do it. And I was like, oh, sounds like easy, easy peasy. Stick stuff up my vagina all the time. Let's see what happens here. So this is what happens. So she's looking, she puts this little clamp thing on. It's like, Ooh, it's like instant cramps, right? Like all across my like stomach. And I'm like, Oh God, this is like low level day one happening right here, right now. So she puts this little clamp down, I think just like to hold my shit in place or whatever. And then she looks and she looks at me in my face and she says, so you have the smallest cervix opening I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, sweet Jesus. Um, and I did stop her. It was kind of like a hand on hand moment. And I said, so is anything going to get past the goalie? Because we don't need to go any further. Like, does it really need to happen? And she looked at me, she might've rolled her eyes a little bit and said, look, but we're, we're going to do this. And I was like, all right, all right. So she's like, it's the smallest opening I've ever seen. She's like, well, we got to try to dilate it. So she put some kind of shit up on there. I don't, I don't know what I was going to do. I imagine it's when I go to the eye doctor and they dilate your eyes. Like, so basically she's like dropping acid on my cervix, like trying to get it to dilate. I don't really know what's happening. And she takes this thing. It looks like a uh, stainless steel chapstick and she's trying to shove it up inside my cervix and uh, my bitch ain't moving. She's tight. She's virginal, virginal cervix. She said, fuck no, but it hurt. She's like poking my shit. I'm like, bitch, let it up. And so she tells her nurse friend, I think her name was like, uh, I can't remember her name, but it was like a, a brilliant name or whatever. She's like this really like uh, kind of in your face black woman. And she was amazing. <laughs> so comforting. Anyway, so she, she tells her, she tells this lady, she's like, go, it may have been Lorraine, maybe, maybe that was her name. And she says, go get, um, the something. It sounded like she said something spider. And I was like, spider. And I was thinking, Jesus Christ, is this going to be like some kind of weird thing where they take like eight different probes and like pry me open? I had zero ideas of what I was getting into. And I can hear this like lady, this nurse lady in the fucking hallway. And like, she's tearing shit up, like going through cabinets, trying to find whatever the fuck she's looking for. You can hear doors slamming and the doctors, Cindy saying like, damn, she must, I can hear her in there looking for it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm looking at the clock. It's like 535. I was like, fuck, these bitches are trying to go home and eat dinner and feed their kids and shit. So anyway, finally she comes back 
with this thing. I can't even remember what it's called, but she, the nurse hands it to Cindy and she's like, Oh, I've got it. And I look down and it's like, uh, do you guys remember that game pickup sticks when you were a kid? They were like yellow, green, blue, and red ones. And you put them in a big pile and then you had to like touch them certain ways and try to pull out the sticks without breaking up the pile and having to go everywhere. Anyway, so it looks like a fucking blue pickup stick. I was like, all right, blue pickup stick, super pointy end or whatever. She's like, all right, we're going to stick this in. We're going to give it our best shot. And she's telling me like, oh, if we can't get it in, well, you might have to go to like a, a different specialist so that they can try to get it in for you. And I was like, oh, fuck, this isn't going to happen. This bitch is not getting this into me today. But anyway, she takes it and she shoves that shit up there. My ass went off the motherfucking table. It hurt so bad. Never in my fucking life have I felt a pain like that. And I was instantly crying. Tears are going to my face. Like Lorraine is like she's like fanning me, uh, trying to calm my ass down. She's like, it's okay, girl, you got this. And I was just like, holy fuck. And so then Cindy pulls the pixie stick thing back out of my chaunch and she's like, seven centimeters, you're ready. <laughs> holy fuck. So for the, uh, for the side of you guys who are trying to really figure out the fuck's going on here, your, sir, your uterus has to be between six and nine centimeters in order for this thing to fit into your chaunch, right? So, so I'm, I'm, I'm the right size. Yep. Glass slipper bitches right here, right here. Glass slipper vagina. So the next thing is she has like this like uh, hollow straw thing. She like loads this implant into it. It's like, it looks like a freaking cyborg. It looks like this like, um, plastic T. Like if you can imagine like a GI Joe bow and arrow, maybe <laughs> that's kind of what it looks like. And so she does it again and she shoves this thing up inside my freaking cervix. And I jump from the table again, and I'm crying. Then she shoves it in there like real hard, like two or three times until it's all up in there. And then she pulls out, you know, just like, just like a guy, just like that. Cause you a lot of pain and drama or whatever, and just pull out for no good reason. And so, and so that's it. And so it's, I'm in so much pain sitting on the table. Like it's not piercing like it was, but it won't stop. <laughs> it's just like throbbing. And so she says to me, she's like, um, I just need you to lay there for a while. I just don't even get up. <laughs> she's like, I can tell that was traumatic. So I'm laying there, like on her table and like, I eventually just kind of get up and I sit up and I'm I put on my pants or whatever, and I'm sitting there waiting to get my, I don't know, my card to get the, my get out of jail free card, I guess is what I'm fucking waiting on. And it was just crazy. And just, <laughs> just sitting there like in so much pain and tears thinking, what the actual fuck am I doing? Why am I getting this birth control? And again, like I'm subjecting myself to all this hormone releasing so that I don't get pregnant. I don't know. I, I think there's more, there's a bigger conversation here, uh, Dick Shaders, about what really needs to happen. Because if you just took all that in, you heard what a fucking traumatic experience that was. And I'm still kind of sort of having cramps on and off. I am, honestly. Like, it's this was just a week ago. It's kind of crazy. But so there's a bigger conversation here about what needs to happen between the men and the women. And we'll get back to that in just a minute. <laughs> So here's the real juice, right? It's like, why, why do women put themselves through this? Like, why do guys just not get vasectomies and just call it done? Like, uh, I have a good buddy who got one and he told me the story. I mean, he heard it step by step, you know, he was like, I went into the room. They were like, pick some music. I think maybe he had to get some porn and jack off ahead of time or whatever. So was, the cannon was empty and he goes in and they do it and yeah, it hurt like hell. But then he, he didn't say it was like so miserable, right? Like he was like, 
good like the next day and then it was over with and done with and the thing is is like he could reverse it if he ever wanted to like they'll go back in and sew his shit back together and he could spit out babies all over the place so knowing that it's like a one day trial and tribulation versus um a girl who continues to have to go through this like a hormone injection it's like month in and month out like what's the deal i just don't get it and i was with a guy a few weeks ago and we were talking about it and he, you know, and he was, we were having sex or whatever. And I was like, don't, don't uh, go inside of me. And he was like, he just kind of looked at me like I was crazy. And I was like, I'm not on any kind of birth control. I'm not trying to deal with that. And, you know, and so when we were done fooling around or whatever, he was just kind of looking at me and I was like, you know, I think all guys should get a vasectomy. And I was like, and then nobody has to worry about it. I mean, sure. You still have to worry about STDs. Don't get me wrong. Condoms, blah, 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 blah. But you don't have to worry about the pregnancy piece, which is really a huge piece at the end of the day for a girl. And he was like, Oh, um, maybe I just want an accidental kid. Like I'm not trying to have a vasectomy. I don't think that's fair. And I was like, well, so what if I was like, what if we were fucking right now? You came inside of me and got pregnant. Then what? And he's like, Oh, I guess we just have a kid and it would be what it was. I'm like, you're a fucking asshole, dude. <laughs> That's a horrible fucking idea. Um, it's horrible. And so I just think guys need to have a little bit more responsibility in the game. I don't know. I just think something about birth control it takes it takes all kind it takes all kinds. It takes a team effort, maybe, um, for it to happen. I'm not real sure. But anyway, these are kind of some stories about uh, my birth control experiences. Um, I am hoping that next week when I come to talk to you guys that we'll have um, a special guest come with us. I've been talking to this um, guy who's like super fun and interesting and we tried the other night to do a little bit of an interview with each other but we might have been drunk and I might have been horny and I don't know maybe it just didn't happen the way I meant for it to happen but I want to try it again um, because God knows that, um, you know, you can only listen to my dumbass for so long. We have to spice it up a little bit, but, um, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of taste here at the end of my, my good buddy. So you can hear from him, but I'm looking forward to you guys next week. And I'm going to work on an email address too, because I want to hear what you guys have to say about this. Um, tell me about birth control. Tell me about your effective experience. Hell, I want to hear about your worst OBGYN experience ever. Can I tell you? Oh, I got a side side hustle story. So the very first time that I ever went to the OBGYN, I was in college, and let's see, I was probably like 19 years old, and I was having a kidney stone, but I didn't know it was a kidney stone. And so I go in, I'm like, I don't know, I've never been to the OBGYN before, and like, I'm a, a learning hospital apparently, so they want to like check me all out to make sure that I'm not dying of some uterine disease or something, I guess. And so I, next thing I know, never had uh, strangers appearing inside my chaunch and a set of stirrups before. And there I am with two ER doctors and a whole team of learning interns just staring right at my vagina, checking it out. It's fucking amazing. So I want to hear your stories just like that too. Um, I love you dick shaders so much. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great night. I was Baby, ready. Are you in? Are you I already so got in? stuck in. Are you in? I already got stuck in. Are you in? Yeah. You're in to dick shade? <laughs> You're like way into it? Yeah, let me put like, it in. Yeah, babe. Again. Let me put it in. That's again. amazing. It's big, it's tall, it's <laughs> casting a shadow. I'm way into dick shade <laughs> right here, right now. Nick, tell my, us more about it. I just broke my plug. Hold on. He broke his plug? <laughs> That's super fucked. Fuck. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah.